Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays Aria podcast. Today, we're talking about why you shouldn't listen to the no money down or no money guru. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. Because we all know that getting offers in the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business. And there's no better or cheaper way to do that than racket print and mail. Justin and I both run our businesses on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out at rocketprintmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. You know, I had somebody challenge me on pricing the other day to say that, to see if we had actually had the best pricing, because we always say that casual Fridays has the best pricing with rocket print and priced. Mm -hmm. And they tried to see if they could beat it with any of the other gurus in the space, and they couldn't do it. Well. So if you're paying more than seven cents a record with priced, or you're paying, I don't know, two cents more, one to two cents more with the letter at uh, Rocket Print. Get it flipped. Get over that Casual Fridays price and save you some money. New year, new you. New extra change in your pocket. Yeah, and to save even more money, look out for that Rocket Print sale. Yeah, they got a sale coming on the 19th. Usually Deb and her team is pretty good about uh, honoring it early, but we do have a sale coming up on the 19th. That is an end-of-year sale. This is one that... I always use to help offset some costs. If I have a little cash left in the bank, load up for next year and offset some uh, tax liability. Yeah. So um, it's a week from now. It's the ninth today, right? And it comes yeah. out the 19th, 10 days. And it lasts a, last a week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Last so, week. so check that out. Save some money. Yeah. I, I, is she running it over Christmas? The week, as you say that, I'm, I'm counting in my head. Sorry, I'm going to pull it up to sell. The sale is till Christmas Eve, the 19th through the 24th. I bet if you call now, though, she will honor it and say, hey, Deb. I heard it early. I know there's a sale coming. Hook it up because I'm going out of town for Christmas. Or at least try. Yeah. <laughs> tell her Justin said it was okay. Yeah, tell her Justin. Not <laughs> Just tell her Justin. <laughs> I like that. That You know, actually, uh, we need to set up a trip to Clearwater, Florida to go down and visit them because I want to see the operation. Plus, I want it, the trip to be written off to go hang out on the beach in Florida. So, we need to go do that. Sounds fun to me. I don't really love Florida, but okay. I like trips. What do you mean you don't like Florida? It's too hot and muggy and... It's just not for me. I know. You're not a beach guy. This is, I think, where we get in our older age, our friendship has to end. Because okay. you want to you go hang out in the mountains, and I want to be sunburned on a beach drinking pina coladas. Well, I mean, I don't know. I tried Florida, and it was just it was disgusting. I hated it. <laughs> okay. The only place to hang out in Florida is the pool or beach because you don't have to wear You can just wear a bathing suit. But if yeah. you want to go out to dinner, like, you're, forget you're, it. Yeah, that's why you always get those Cuban shirts that just all opened up. You let that hamburger go, and it keeps you cool. Yeah gross okay i like it i like the humidity <laughs> i like the sweat i love the the vibe it's it's a great vibe i don't like the hurricanes now, there was a pretty nasty storm came in when we were there which is kind of cool to see yeah i thought i, I liked it for some we were like standing outside watching the whole thing maybe i liked it because it was the only moment in the whole trip where it was cool yeah it wasn't humid it knocked all the humidity <laughs> yeah. down uh, awesome so today we're talking about not letting the no money guru lie to you as you gear up for the new year and i and i this one kind of came to me as i'm as we're getting ready for new year, new me, you start seeing the advertising for every guru 
start popping up in your Facebook feed, for your Instagram, and, and you start getting inundated with these ads of promises of wealth, fortune, and all that comes with it, Lamborghinis, Rolexes, hot chicks, big mansions, big houses, big businesses that all started with zero down and no money needed. And I, I have yet to find a business that didn't need money. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think it's a really good time to bring this up because um, it is that time of year where people are starting to put a plan in place. They're real yeah. excited that the yeah. new year is going to bring a new person. It's a really good time to be marketing for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, don't even, a, I don't think we turn off for marketing, <laughs> so we're not. No, no, right. we never turn off. But oh, okay. I have been talking to a lot of people lately who are like, um, I'm a real estate investor and I'm a, I'm a household seller yeah. and I, I cold call, I, you know, I do cold calls or, or warm calls and I'm mm -hmm. thinking, well, that's terrible. That's the worst freaking way you could do it. But <laughs> someone probably told you that that's the way you do it because you don't have any money to spend on marketing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, I, I'm trying to unpack that there. And so if I talk to some, and I agree with you, if I talk to somebody and I ask them what the most two important ways to do this business or the two most important things for me in this business is your inbound deal pipeline. And I don't care if that's land, multifamily, commercial, residential. I don't care what it is. You have to look at a deal and have a lot of deals to look at and know how to pick a good one. Yes mm -hmm. or no? Yes. Okay. So to, how do you do that, that inbound pipeline? You just hit the nail on the head. I'm cold calling or I'm warm calling. And where'd you get that lead? How does your leads get better? How do you contact more people? And what does it cost to do that? Because there is a, a, a bar to entry. Whether it's, you know, if it's building your own list at seven cents a record, or if it's sending a piece of mail at 51 cents or whatever that is, there's a bar to entry in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that's, and that's the lowest point. Yeah. Right. Let's not forget the acquisition cost of what you're doing. Okay. So like buying the actual property. Yeah. Okay. So that's my second piece to the business in, in real estate investing is capital to knock down the deal that you identified that was good. Mm -hmm. Those are the two main things here that make your business run. Selling the product is a byproduct, in my opinion. I mean, somebody can argue with me on it, but selling it's how you realize how good a deal you actually bought. Mm -hmm. And you have to know those two pieces. And I have yet to find one that you could do at scale with zero money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's where I was going with that, with that cold calling thing. Yeah. It's like, have you ever met? Like, of course, it doesn't cost you anything except your cell phone bill and your time to make yep. cold calls. But you ever met anybody that does it full time, nonstop? Like that's the worst possible thing ever. Like no one likes cold calling. Maybe the excitement can get you through a couple weeks mm -hmm. or a month, but you're not going to stick to that. How do you get the numbers when you cold call? I'm assuming you pull a list, you skip trace it. Okay. So you, you had to add, so there's a cost there. Mm -hmm. So what is the cost and how did you know how to do that? Is the software you're using costing you? Is there a, is it a, a subscription, which most people in the tech side want subscription so they can keep you hooked to it. So you, 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 you're paying them monthly and they understand what their cash flow is as a business. So there's a cost there. Mm -hmm. It is not free. You know, you could go out and hustle deals off the MLS and try to sell it as a uh, as a wholesale deal or get an assignment fee or, you know, try to be an equity partner in this. I'm going to be sweat equity. But there's still some cost. Mm. Yeah, I think that, that's the thing that catches everyone's attention, though, is that I, it's not so much. No, I don't think too many people think about the cost of, like, starting the business. Uh -huh. It's the idea that I can flip real estate. Like, okay. I can essentially what they're saying is I can wholesale, assign contracts, wholesale houses. Yep. Right. And it's just really hard work. Like I, the most, the best wholesalers, the best, I don't even know great wholesalers, but the best rehabbers or whatever, you know, they're spending 20 grand on marketing to buy a house. There, they are. There is a cost to acquisition. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's kind of a, a key term you want to take. What is the cost of acquisition for you? Whatever business that you're in and the real estate niches. So I, 
I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think. And I know you you take uh, 98% of our sales call that people call in and, and want to talk about what the blueprint does and how it does. And this isn't a pitch for that. But it's a it's a token that you have a honest conversation with them about what it's going to cost to start. Okay, hey, if you buy the education, it's like it's on sale. I think we got a couple more days left on the sale. You can let it run for Friday or Saturday. This We're going to run through the week until Monday. So it's $99 or $997. So there's education. If you don't have it, you go to any guru, buy it free on YouTube or to, you know, $50,000 in some high level, really good course. Okay. So you got cost of education. Then to build your pipeline, what does that look like? Are you looking online? Did that education cover what you needed to do to, to identify a deal? And then how, how do you do that at scale to where you look at as, as much deals as you can and have your inbound pipeline just flooded and, and packed tight with deals that you can start to identify whether they're good or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually talked to a guy yesterday, and he may be listening to this right now, so it's not a knock on him, but he's like, hey, I have $2,500. What should I do? And I said, come back yeah. later. Save $2,500. That's, that's exactly what I said. And, and, yeah. and, that's, and I think that's a number that we've kind of put out there quite a bit to these people, and I, and I think that you say, hey, you need at least five grand to get this mm-hmm. going. Yeah. And, I, and I've had that conversation too. And can you bootstrap it for less of this? 100%. You could go out to Rocket Print, buy some mail, and spend on – 6,000 pieces of mail cost you $3,000. You could pull a list, cost you another 400, 500 bucks and have 3,500 bucks in this and have them all go to your cell phone when they call you and maybe get something, you know, you could do it as neutral letters. You could do it as just so you look at the property, you see, but you could piecemeal this together, but it's still going to cost you $3,500 to look at those deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I told him was that, um, if you have less than that five grand, like I don't want you coming because I don't want you to have to sit there and worry and stress that I have to make this happen. I've got $2,500. I sent out a thousand pieces of mail. I bought the data. Every dollar I have is riding on this right now. Yeah. This this is not going to. That's a nerve wracking. That's a nerve wracking feeling. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's not a smart, effective way to like use your money. It's, it's, you know, the, the bar of entry. Let's see when we started this. I, I'm, I'm, I can't remember your deals per se and how they all done it. And, you know, one of the topics that we talked about before this was timeline. So I'm going to go back 2016. We bought a course. We had monthly charges with the course, had tools that we had to put in place. So to get this business up and going, I told and it was for my wife at the time. So it's 2016. I said, babe, I will put 15 grand behind this business. And we bought we bought the education, knew it would run for a little while. And then we bought a couple small properties. We bought like three or four properties for like 600 bucks off of Coastal and turned around and sold them each for like $1,400. And then that was from like August of 16 into January of 17. January of 17, we bought, uh, we sent out our first mailer. It was like 17 or 2,500, 1,700, 2,500 pieces of mail, which cost us like 60 something cents each, right? And then we sent that out. We had a got inundated with uh, the leads coming back. We ended up buying 21 properties off that mailer and that netted about $75,000. We were completely out of cash after we bought majority of those properties because we were buying them for anywhere from 500 bucks to, I don't know, $4,000 for a 40 acre for 4,800 bucks. And we were completely out of cash. We had created some cash flow with terms deals, but we took that and took a loan out for $25,000 on the signature loan to get our original money back. And had an arbitrage where we were net positive seven hundred dollars a month with twenty five thousand cash sitting in front of us, and went back to work, and went back to work, and kept doing it, 
and having to slowly play that this whole time. Now, half our listeners have done this. They've been through this and they're still doing it. We have another half of our listeners that may have done it, had some deals, went off and did some other things, decided vacationing was way more cooler than land investing and spent all their money. Now they're sitting there going, it's new year, new me. Do I try this new guru's way? Do I try what worked for me in the past? Do I do a hybrid of the two? What's really going on? And is, is it really worth paying somebody to teach me how to do it with none of my own money? Or do I figure out how to raise a little bit capital, whether that's saving, working an extra job, selling, which we talked about this earlier this year, selling the shit in your garage just to raise enough capital to get that first mailer out and going and getting your business back up and going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are lucky to have a lot of listeners that are full-time at our live event. Oh, yeah. 100 people, and you you ask the question, who here is full-time? And I expected half 20 to 30 to raise their hand oh wow okay yeah. i figured we'd be half at least yeah. and it was almost everybody yeah i think we were about 85 percent were full-time land investors yeah but we do still have people that are either new to this or looking to get into yeah. it right and there's still that you're figuring it out and you're thinking well maybe i can do this with no money right yeah and, and or maybe i can figure out a way to do it with no money or keep it cheap but and so well, hold on. I'm gonna stop you there, because so, and, and and I and I like what you said there, but I, I don't want to get too far away because we'll both forget. We're getting we're losing our minds as we get older. <laughs> but as we we say, you know, when we use the term no money, five thousand bucks to you right now to invest in a new business that has the potential of making you know a hundred thousand dollars this year off that five grand is really no money. And I and I say that because perception of what the term no money is is a low bar to entry. And for somebody out there that's, you know, maybe like 85% of Americans that have five grand in, into to their name, that's that's everything. Their whole their whole nut is basically their Chicago role is on this one role here, this one chance. And I think that it's smart when you tell the guy, hey, the 2500 bucks, hey, dude, I, I, I don't want you stressing on this. Now, if you have a low interest credit card and you have enough money to cover your mail, don't don't spend it on the education. Just just figure this out, save a little bit more money, get a little bit more padding underneath it because you are investing in a business if that's the way you're going to handle this. So you have to treat it as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have reminders of that all the time that like five grand to me is not five grand to everyone else. Yeah, or you know to a lot of people. Same with a lot of people in our group, right? Yeah. You know, it's five thousand on mail just seems. Oh yeah, this is what we do, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I was. Peyton has been with us for a couple of weeks now. And uh, we were t- was talking about was talking to her about that yesterday, and so she's just gotten finished up her first three campaigns, ready to go. They're launched at, launching at different times, different type of marketing. We're trying out some things too, and that's what I was explaining. I said, you know, the difference between somebody that's investing in their business and somebody that just kind of uh, just goes to work and gets a paycheck. I said, you you are seeing the backside. It's full transparency when you see this business that before you even generate a dollar working here, we're going to have twenty something thousand dollars invested in you with your pay, the marketing material that goes out, the computer you're using, all the other stuff that goes along with this, the tools in place. I mean, you're twenty one, twenty two thousand dollars and your mailer cost was this, was two thousand dollars on your first one, and I expect at least a ten X on each piece of mail uh, mailer campaign that we sent out. Mm-hmm. It's funny, this is kind of a side note, but it's around around these same lines is Sarah started a Etsy page. Okay. And where she sells these DSG files is what I think they're called. Okay. I don't know what a DSG file is. Yeah. So she's super creative and artistic and all that. And so what you do is you make these like files that you can print and you can put them on coffee mugs or shirts okay. or whatever. Right. It's real popular on Etsy. People okay. buy them for like three dollars and it takes her five minutes to make on a page. Okay. 
but it cost her eight cents to upload one to Etsy. Okay. And she uploaded a couple of them and she spent 40 cents without making a sale yet. And so she had to put a pause on it before she made that money back. <laughs> 40 cents. Yeah. I was like, I think we're okay. Keep, keep adding to it. <laughs> uh, and I, and you know, I, we, we laugh at that and I don't want to laugh at that because I know that that eighty five percent of people that have the five thousand dollars to the name, that's the same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I we we talked about getting the tractor up and going for this year, and we it it was out all last weekend working. I've got jobs lined up this weekend for it working too, and you know it's uh, the southeast Oklahoma or uh, southwest Arkansas, eastern Louisiana or western Louisiana, eastern Texas. Uh, we've got that in place there, and. They wanted to get another implement, and the operator, his his wife was like, hey, you know, we don't know if this is going to make any money yet. It was like, if it's something we need, then just go ahead and put it on it, and we'll get the money. I'm not worried about that. That If we run it through the financing plan that's there, it adds like $12 a month. It's mm-hmm. not huge, mm-hmm. but that's going to be a $3,000 expense for them that, you know, where he thought, oh, yeah, I could do this, but, you know, my, my wife may not see it that way. And that's, that's another struggle, and that's why a lot of these gurus push that $0.00. Hey, just tell your wife it doesn't cost any money <laughs> because you can get it by her. And I, uh, we talked about this at lunch is, you know, out of respect, I may mention to my wife on something, but every time I buy a piece of lamb, I, I don't call my wife and say, Hey babe, I've got this deal in front of me. I'm thinking about putting a hundred thousand dollars into it. Um, you know, what do you think? <laughs> oh my God, a hundred grand. Well, yeah, but that's how we eat. We have to put money to work. It's our little soldiers going out there raping and pillaging and bringing back whatever it scraps it finds and hopefully that hundred comes back as 150 or 200 or 250 maybe 300 and we get to eat this year but this guru told me that you wouldn't have to spend that hundred you could just get under contract yeah and flip it yeah um to a buyer for fifty thousand dollars more than what you have under contract and and it has happened you know we we have assigned contracts it's not our normal business and the the scalability of that is it it makes me nervous. So well, I've never liked the idea of that. Yeah. So it's kind of a joke to me, but I've, n- I've never liked the idea of that because how many of those, and I know like there's a land person who that's all they teach. Yeah. How many of those contracts that people had to go back and back out of? Yeah. I, 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 that piece of it. And then when I see the memorandum of agreement that gets filed with the County for the, for the purchase and sales agreement. So they can't get, they can't, you know, take it out from underneath me. They gave me the contract. They gave me equitable interest. And the person doesn't know how to release that. That irks me beyond belief. Why would you lock up and cloud somebody's title that you do not know how to release? Mm. And that's, and that's, that's, I, I don't know. I think they should be charged with something. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that's what they did. Yeah. I try not to pay any attention to those people. Cause I, th- I feel like they are like a, a, like a real guru. Yeah. You know, we got people in the back with credit cards. Just go back there and sign up yeah. for our one-on-one man. I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I I hope that, you know, they do it with goodwill in their heart and everything. And I hope that what they're teaching, this low bar of, or the zero bar of entry, they, they at least have the real conversation. So I, I'm, I'm pleading, pleading here with you. If you're on the fence, un- understand as a business, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, and that there is some bar of entry. Now, what we try to show you as economically as we can is how to be looking at deals and then we show you the resources to use other people's money for funding to get you up and going. Because I, I know personally guys this year that have put together the two or $3,000 to get a 6,000 unit mailer out, bought a property for 54, used private money with Plum to fund it, 
and they made fifty plus thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars after everything, and now they're in pretty good shape. I wouldn't say that's the norm for everybody, though. That's not the norm for everybody, but it is something that has happened this year, and it's happened multiple times where guys have made forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars on their half of the split, where they they just had to get that money together. You know, like so. I'm not telling you you need to have a hundred grand here. I'm telling you, you have to be able to look and fill up your inbound pipeline. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think that's good. Yeah, man. I think it's great. I think it's a great topic today. Me too. It's one of those things that needs, even if we said something like that similar before, like it's one of those reminders that I think people need. New year, new me. Guess, yeah. Reminder of old you that fell for it all time. Because I, I mean, I, I think, and I'm, and I don't say, I'm not saying this negative to you, but I think you've bought in some courses over the years that you've never touched. For sure. I mean, yeah, definitely back, you know, when real, when in 08, 09, when real estate was crashing mm-hmm. all around me and I was still looking for ways just to make money. Life, lifelines. Just somebody help yeah. me. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. And we're in that recession period. You yeah. know, we're, we're in that market and the markets, it's nervous right now. And I think that we're all looking for that piece. And I think it's, it becomes natural that there's going to be some savior coming and save you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not, though. you got to do it yourself. <laughs> you have to do it yourself. You have to show up every day. It's, it's you versus you. So, All right. Well, we'll end it there. Perfect. That's it for today. Um, check on the mail sale because mm-hmm. that's coming up. And then, as always, just a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you, guys.